Look, the door, like, as soon as I start pissing, the door fly open. No. So I, so I turn back to grab the door and piss on the window, the Yo, wall, in the toilet, man. And man, then I look back. On three things at once. I made eye, eye contact with a white dude. I was closing the door. He seen me, I seen now, him. Now I know he was looking at you like you crazy. <laughs> I seen him and he seen me. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, you know, I closed the door, but I, but we connected, and I was like, "It's just the fact that you made eye contact with a person while you just did all that." What man, the that was fuck? the most fucked up shit ever. That was the most fucked up shit ever. I'm looking at the video now, but I got videos today. Jay-Z right now, y'all. Aim Dash is being sued by Jay-Z. And the reason why he getting sued by Jay-Z is because he out here trying to put his motherfucking 1996 motherfucking Reasonable Doubt album out as an NFT. Yeah, it looked like the picture, right? Mm-hmm. You are... You are... What 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 you got a video on that? No, unfortunately, I do not for that one. <laughs> but, There's but no actual footage of them, you know, getting into an actual altercation. It was just an article. Yeah, that's kind of uh Dame Dash. I don't know. I've seen that, and I Dame and I, Dash has been accused of a lot of things associated with Jay-Z. As a lawyer, you'll never be a lawyer again. I bet you I'm gonna make you famous. I'm just giving you rope to hang yourself. The testimony is reflected in the culture, transcript. Culture. The accurate testimony. Okay. And to the Black extent like that there is something that reflects that that hasn't been produced, we'll produce that. Okay. About this culture. Suck. Just put a whole cut. Put his money. Let's sell this whole culture out for them. You should be disgusted. You represent everything that's terrible about our whole community, man. And I'm gonna make Dave, sure the can world we off the record for a second. Like, no, we yeah, can't. I want, I want the people to know how disgusted no. I am. Okay, I'm human, bro. I get people like this try to rob me every day with a straight face, and they don't care about the culture. They only care about themselves. Well, that wasn't it. Yeah, uh, this went on. By the way, it was a 50-minute deposition and about. That's a short deposition, by the way. Well, for a principal point, it was supposed to go longer. Right. He at. 52 minutes, uh, he had had enough and walked. Exhibit C it's stupider than your is sweater. a press release. That stupid big collar. It's a silly outfit you're coming in with. His shirt is offensive. I hate that collar. That's, that's noted, okay. It's bothering me. Let's, I hate that sweater. Let's move on. How can he buy that sweater and come wear that here? 
You can ask him after. All in his ears. It's ridiculous. And expect me to focus. <laughs> the, 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 the most disappointing part of this is we because it's a deposition, we never you see Chris see Brown in the sweater. sweater. From what I know and from what I've seen. I heard he been getting sued and shit. Um, I mean, he's been getting sued by Jay-Z a lot of times. Already. That's what I'm saying. Like, on top of that, they motherfucking, uh, what, Jay, I don't know if Jay-Z did an interview or whatever the case may be, but I do recall he was on somebody's show saying he don't fuck with Dame Dash. Damn. Well, I know that's 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 pretty wild, but then at the same time, if you have to sue a motherfucker over and over and over and over, and Dame Dash know how that shit work. He know he, he know exactly how that shit work. You know what I'm saying? Like you could just like with celebrities, all you have to do is just go up and sue them. And like they have to show up to court and undo that shit. Like, and if they don't show up for court, you won. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up, man. You know that's so. a fucked up part. But I mean, if you the one that chose not to show up, yeah, 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 yeah. That's some crazy shit. Now, it's been a crazy week, man. Like, it's been a lot of shit that I've been trying to uh, get at. Uh, one of the things is. The social media shit, man, like, what is free speech? What is actual free speech? That's what I've been looking at all Well, freedom of speech in general is just being able to say what you want to say, no matter matter where you're at. Right, right. Speaking at, so we obviously we don't have the freedom of speech because all the everyday things that we do in our lives in even working for somebody or social media or something like that, they, you don't, you, you're not free to say whatever you please. Mm-mm. No, it's, it's like you it's, got free freedom of speech. It's like, how is there rules within rules? Yeah. That don't and, make no motherfucking sense. And that's what, and that's what we have with social media. It's like, you know, like you got freedom of speech and then you got, uh within within those rules you have things that you have to do like certain words you have to say and they got like videos and training sessions and stuff like this on what and what not to say on social media right so today in this episode of cold-blooded we got this media shit down pat now i'm gonna show you motherfuckers how to talk on social media well, I ain't gonna show you all that. I'm gonna just show you the pros and cons of social media and the way you talk it. All right, check this video out. The free speech protections of the First Amendment are so complicated, it's no surprise that most Americans seem to misunderstand them. Free speech is anything but absolute. In fact, it only prevents the government from intruding on speech. The First Amendment gives a person no right whatsoever to say whatever they want on a private company's platform. Of course, all speech is subject to some regulation, whether or not it's on a private forum. You can't threaten people, you can't slander people. There are some limitations. But as much as social media companies like Facebook or Twitter feel like publicly available forums for anybody, they are anything but. These social media companies are privately owned. They're not owned by the government. So the First Amendment doesn't even apply to them. For example, a private bar or restaurant can kick out just about anybody for any reason, whether they're not wearing a shirt or they're too intoxicated. 
Now, the reason bars kick out drunk people is that drunk people are a liability for the bar. But social media companies don't even have that liability. Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act says that they are not liable for what other people post on their forum. It would be like a bar that made a lot of money from drunk patrons buying drinks, but then had zero liability when those drunks turned around and attacked other innocent people. There is a developing philosophical debate that a social media company or an internet service provider may become so important to speech that they are a kind of public forum. In the future, there may be legislation saying that Facebook or Twitter or whatever comes after those things is a kind of public forum, and it may even be regulated by the government. Perhaps Section 230 will be replaced by laws that allow for liability for internet service providers or social media companies for what is said on their forum. First Amendment law is constantly evolving because the way we speak is constantly evolving, and the forum in which we speak evolves as well. It may seem unfair that a web hosting service would summarily dump a company's website because they don't like the company's speech. Whether it's Twitter permanently suspending President Trump or Simon & Schuster declining to do business with Josh Hawley, companies can't be forced by the government to put out speech that they don't want to put out there. In fact, even if a person is completely denied access to speaking on the internet, nothing prevents that person from opening their window and shouting out onto a crowded street. Ultimately, the First Amendment only limits government action. It gives a private person no right to say whatever they want in a private forum. So now, you know, last time I was on here, we was talking about goddamn Logan Paul and the Floyd fight. Well, yeah. Logan Paul, this motherfucker, he had the nerve to say that he want to fight Mike Tyson. Hold on. But hold on. <laughs> He talking about he's old. This is quote quote what came out his mouth. He's old. I actually got a video for that. Yeah. Oh, you do. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's play it and check it out. <coughs> Logan Paul claims he can beat Mike Tyson. Yup, you heard that right. Surviving eight rounds with Floyd Mayweather Jr. has YouTube star Logan Paul somehow believing he can take on anyone, including a deadly boxing legend like Iron Mike Tyson. Paul was talking about the possibility of future fights on a recent episode of his podcast, Impulsive, when Tyson's name was brought up. Someone mentioned Mike Tyson, like how funny is it? One grade at a time, my lawyer mentioned it, and he's like, no, Tyson will rip your head off. You don't stand a chance. Paul disagreed with that notion, especially after surviving an exhibition match earlier this month with the undefeated Mayweather. I'm like, bro, I just went through all of this. You can't tell me I can't beat Mike Tyson. Bro, he's old, old. Tyson initially predicted that Mayweather would destroy Paul in their June 6th exhibition match. Tyson said. Floyd stays in the gym, he's never out of shape. He's going to have so much fun winning this money. But after putting up a good fight, Tyson himself FaceTimed Paul to congratulate him. A fight between the two likely won't happen, however. Tyson told TMZ Sports earlier this month that he wouldn't fight neither of the Paul brothers. All right. Yeah, so... <laughs> that shit crazy as fuck. He hey. a motherfucker. Yeah. Honestly, 
the Paul brothers are definitely some motherfuckers. Yeah, they something else, man. It's like, I mean, one thing about- I see what he's saying, talking about Mike Tyson, all this shit, but at the same time, it's like, man, do you realize what you're saying? No, I don't think Mike Tyson's- I don't Mike, I don't- Honestly, you was lucky enough to even survive all those rounds with Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, I don't think Mike Tyson is the motherfucker, is the one, like- I think his hits is still hard. Like, I think you have to give Mike Tyson 10 more years to but drop see, some shit like all that. These, all these, That's, see, now that they mm. got Logan Paul and Jake Paul fighting and shit, they got all these motherfucking celebrities out here want to be fighting and shit. But I got something else for y'all. So Blueface, this motherfucker ain't playing with y'all niggas. He mm. training in the motherfucking gym and he ready to whoop some motherfucking ass. Fuck I'm not playing. This I fuck with blue face. Ready to swing at a nigga. I'm talking about. He is not playing. I got blue a video for that. All right, then let's check it out. Say it again, one two. Do it for one two. Do it, jab, jab, one one two. Again, you gotta turn that fist in more at all times. Every left hand you throw, that's you gotta turn it in. One one two. Beautiful. One one two. And keep that hand up. One, one, two. That's it. One, one, two. That's it. One, one, two. One, two. One, two. This is epic. Let's go, blue face, right here. Now stop. Come on, let's go. Now stop, right here. Let's go. Let's go, right here. Now stop. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, right here. That's good. We need that. Get that bullshit out of you. Get some fresh air. So Blueface, man, that, that ain't gonna wild, man. Like he gonna honestly, I don't want to say this <laughs> shit, but I'm gonna say it anyway. He gonna get his ass rocked if he try to fight Floyd Mayweather, yeah. if he try to fight Mike Tyson, <clears throat> or if he try to fight any of these professional boxers in general. These celebrities don't know what they're cut like going up against. That honestly, if you don't have an experience in boxing, you shouldn't be fighting. Mm -mm. Not, not, not really. You ain't lying. You Logan get your... and Jake Paul actually have experience. Because yeah, you could get, you could get in the ring and you get really fucked up. Like people don't understand. Like you can get really fucked up because 
you probably think you're going in off of brute strength or off of what you know. But these people have been trained to move left, right, stop, pause. Exactly. Like, that shit is a different. It's like you fight the machine. Yeah. Uh, when you make a human like actually box. Now, now you remember that uh, that what I was telling you about earlier, like because uh, because this week I'm on social media and. And I'm gonna show y'all right now. I got blocked this week on social media, mm-hmm. and um, it's the worst. It, it, it was it was it was weak because I could have came harder than that. I could have came harder than that, but I got blocked on social media again. Uh, Thirty day something, but I got so many accounts it don't fucking matter. But this this chick, uh, Tessa, from uh, the UK, she put out. She turned fifteen years old. I think, and she put out a, a birthday, something about her birthday, like a, a not a birthday tweet because it was on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And this is what happened. Mm. And especially parties. Recently, a girl in Germany used Facebook to let her friends know she was turning 16. She forgot to check the privacy settings and the party invitation went out to everyone on Facebook. Whoops. Thousands of boisterous teenagers showed up. Desperate public announcements by the family that the party was canceled made no difference. Facebook had worked its particular magic in bringing people together. Uh, from Facebook, uh, she tells that uh, there's a party right now here, but I don't get in. The birthday girl, 16-year-old Tessa, was nowhere to be seen. She had fled to her grandparents' place earlier in the day. One careless click on Facebook. A momentary lapse by a 16-year-old. A lifetime of Facebook notoriety. day, millions of potentially damaging invites, photos, and messages are uploaded to Facebook for the world to see. And when private thoughts are put on Facebook... <laughs> that shit crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's how people, like... How I don't know. How the fuck did they even get all them people out of there? I don't know, you know but... What the fuck? They just, did, they just spent the night outside and shit? Where the, where the fuck did they get the barricades and shit from? Like, I've never threw a birthday party. I told everybody, hey, man, come get these free wings and we got some beer and shit like that. I ain't never had a, a turnout like that. So, like, I don't know. I feel like that wasn't the people who put the barricades. I feel like that probably the was police. the police that was there. Yeah, I think the police, yeah, because they had yeah. to calm it down. They had to, they had to flee the girl to her grandma house, man. Crazy shit, man. Uh, shit, I would lead too. That's a lot of motherfucking people uh, I don't go outside, motherfucking getting lit. Yeah, it, it is, but you gotta watch what you're doing on, on social media, man. Because like that shit go out and hit everybody, and you fucked. Like you, you fucked. It's it's nothing. It's no Dude, way I out of it. When like, I was their age, I wasn't allowed to have no social media. It's different now. Yeah, no, it's a part of life right now, man. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a part of your everyday life now. Yeah, it's it's, it's a part of life. They got uh, motherfucking eight year olds with motherfucking social media right now. Yeah, 
Well, you said eight-year-old. I got something for you. Check this out. Now, this is four year. It's well, not not four. Fourth, a girl in the fourth grade, little bitty girl. I don't know who her parents is, but her video is viral, and I was scrolling online a little while ago, and I seen this shit. It was the craziest thing in the world, cutest thing in the world. Little girl, and her video just melted my heart because she was. Shake and bake these motherfuckers on the basketball court. Check her out. Yeah. Yeah, watch this shit. telling who taught her man like ain't no telling who taught her who knows i see that damn dad shit right there that shit's hella funny <laughs> who do you think uh <clears throat> you, you think brooklyn hold on let me i wonder who won the game tonight do you know oh, fuck honestly i didn't get i didn't really have the chance to check out the game yeah i'm uh i'm looking at it right now I, what I do know is, um, which I'm gonna call it, Terrence oh. Mann actually did a. He saved the Clippers. It's been fifty motherfucking years. Fifty motherfucking years. What do you do? What do you do? I. I got a video for that. Ah, right, you hit me I with that shit. See what he did. All right, <laughs> check it out. Fifty years, Paul. Fifty years. This franchise has been waiting to get to a conference finals. What does it feel like to finally cross into that land for you? Man, it feels great uh, to close out here. Um, they, rid, they rid us off when uh, Kawhi went down. Everybody had to step up. We knew we had to step up in this loss. Um, we just send our prayers to him. Hopefully he gets healthy. But uh, we, we got to continue on. You know, he, he uh, carried us up until this point. Uh, I look forward to the challenge to carry us even further. Now, you know, from now on, we're going to call this the Terrence Mann game. Terrence, did you know you had this in you tonight? Um, yeah, I mean, I just trust my work. I just go out there and trust my work. Uh, everybody can tell me, shoot the ball, shoot the ball, and that's what I did. Did you know he had this in him tonight? Yes, yes. <laughs> We've been on him to shoot the ball. You know, he, he, he works on his game so much. One of the best young players that I've been around. It uh, reminds me a lot of myself. Uh, he puts the work in, so uh, we tell him, we come out here, you work so hard for what? Come out here and show it, you know what I mean? And he came in, he played with confidence. And you saw what, 40? Yeah, 40? You got to know what you had. I, I really don't know. You don't know? Well, you got to know, know what you had. I looked up, I had 34. That was the last thing that I seen. That was a while ago. <laughs> 
That's amazing. You mentioned Kawhi being out. Of course, we don't know if he's going to be able to be back with you in this next series. What can you guys do to continue on without him? Because if you you have said, Paul, that you have called him the best player on this team. Absolutely. He is our best player. Uh, but for us to continue to succeed, we got to play together. Um, I thought the first half, we kind of got away from that. Myself, uh, especially, I tried to make plays, tried to be aggressive, looking for shots of my own. I just trusted my teammates. I trusted my passing abilities. Um, got to the paint, tried to make plays, and, uh, and my teammates really did. They did all the work. You know, I, I just had to make make it happen, and, and they did everything else. So uh, this win is really goes to credit to all my teammates, man. Well, it's a very quick turnaround. We will see you guys just on Sunday in Phoenix. Good luck to you with that. Safe travels, and congratulations. 50 years. The L.A. Clippers are in the conference finals. Back to you, Mike. Appreciate it, Rach. Palmdale, what up? So they've been to the playoffs. They haven't been to the uh, conference finals. And they, they uh, but, yeah, it's been, it's been that long. And, okay, so do you think, do you think the motherfucker's going to go all the way? They got Kawhi Leonard. No. no. You don't? I Brooklyn Nets. Oh shit! So check it. <laughs> I said that. I said that. Look serious. <laughs> I, I don't know because check it. Look, I'm looking at it right now. Brooklyn Nets uh, loses in Game Seven mm. overtime mm. thriller. Yes, mm -hmm. 111 to 115. Yeah, mm. that's fucked up. So KD and Kyrie is bye bye bye, and James well, Kyrie Hall. been bye bye bye. Yeah, Kyrie got hurt. And and that's why this happened. But right. Bucks, that's exactly why that happened. But the Bucks went on, and that is fucking insane right now. And I know every nigga is arguing about that shit. Of course. <sighs> of course. Actually, this motherfucker's on Twitter right now. That motherfucker was trending for at least the past couple days. Yeah, yeah. Kyrie been trending for the past couple days. I'm trying to get uh I'm trying to get uh like uh, I'm trying to root for like the Atlanta Hawks. Motherfuckers was saying they motherfucking doomed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm rooting for the Hawks, man, because because if they if they get it, they get it. And that'll be good for Atlanta. Right. Um so I, I I'm not gonna get on this spicy subject yet because I because uh, I, I wanted to talk about it. I want to talk about it. Mm. But I'm a, um, I'm 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 seeing what you got in your news first, cause cause you don't look at me like that. You want me to go ahead and talk you about say, it? You said you said it's something spicy, so I'm trying to figure out what it it's is. It's spicy, man, and we all up in it, man. And it's about us. You can't just say something spicy and not say the shit. You gotta say the shit. Bro. You can't do that, ladies and gentlemen. Puedes no, hacer eso. You got going on. Well, check this out. Check this out. What is Mm. Juneteenth. <laughs> well, Juneteenth. Oh, we going now. Juneteenth. See, everybody, everybody on Juneteenth right now. They like Juneteenth is the day that we got. You can't celebrate um, Juneteenth in fifteen states. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can't teach it in school. You can't teach oh, it you in can school. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Another thing is, another thing is. You gave, you made June, they made Juneteenth, uh, they think that's, like, what is that? Like, a, a, we, we get a holiday, basically. Okay, we get so, a what people say Juneteenth is, 
is a celebration for black people. It, it's a That's celebra- what they say. It's a celebration for slaves getting <laughs> out of slavery. 1866, 18, uh, uh, the Emancipation Proclamation thing thingy, and when the slaves were released. All right. That's that's what it's supposed to be about, right? Right. Okay. So, but it's an embarrassment to me. My personal opinion is give me a black, like, like the Asian hate crime bill, the Asian hate bill. I want a black hate bill. Like have people like who fucking hurt black people because they're black. I want to get a bill for the hate because the Asians got it and the gay people got it and the transsexuals got it. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hello. what about us? What about, what's going on here? So speak on how you feel. I can't speak, you know, like I'm Haitian. I can speak for all like in an American nigga. Honestly, I can see the good in it. I can see the good in it because a lot of people do get together and, you know, it's very peaceful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like, do you, do you really know what you're celebrating? I ain't fucking no? with that shit. Like, they're not really thinking about what they were really celebrating. Yeah. And they don't, some people don't even know what the 4th of July even means. Yeah. Well, you know, well, that's, well, it's like you're celebrating the some people that celebrate Juneteenth are also have also celebrated the Fourth of July, so it's no, like, no. what are what are you contradicting yourself? I don't I don't understand. Well, the thing about Fourth of July is Independence Day, seventeen seventy six. Um, a lot of time when people do something like that, that means they just celebrating. Uh, a they could be confused. Let's that's not, what I'm saying. Let's, let's not rule that out. But they could understand that hell. They probably wouldn't even fucking slaves. At this point, how many niggas? How many black folks wrote history? How many black? How many black history books we got out here written by black people that we study in school mm-hmm. or study in college or anything like that? Like, mm-hmm. what was what was black people doing? What nobody writing history but white people? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no thought to Mexico, it. What I'm saying, Mexico redid their history in 1926, and it's white to whitewash it. Ain't that fucking crazy? And they got a, a whole opposite history. Yeah, crazy shit, man. But this Juneteenth shit. Go ahead. I, I cut you off. What was you gonna say? Oh, all I'm saying is, to be honest, all the holidays in general are just for people to spend money. Yeah, that's what I see it as. Every time it's a holiday, is a sale at every store, every place that you shop at. They just want. A, I honestly think that the holidays are meant for us to consume. My my point exactly. My point exactly. So like, why give black people? If you want to help black people out, they just want us to spend all our money. Yeah, you want to help black people out. You don't. You don't give us a you holiday. Don't spend all. Try to spend all our money. Uh. You don't, you don't you don't give us a holiday. You give us our money. Give us give give us some money. Like give us some money. Like as d- soon as that holiday come, bam, we got direct deposit, motherfucker. You know but what I'm saying? We out here spending. Nah, nah, they they want us to go spend money to dance and fucking parade. So half the year, well, almost everyone is a goddamn consumer. Well, so ninety nine percent of the year. 
we angry marching and burning shit up. And then the 2%, which is the holidays that we get specifically. So embarrassing. Juneteenth? It's an embarrassment. Really? My granddaughter is born June 19th, and I'm so embarrassed she was born on that day. What isn't that a significant day for African Americans? Yeah, it is, but it's embarrassing. At my age, most all of my life, Juneteenth was supposed to be June 19th, 1866. Now, what's wrong with that? I thought 1865. No, they changed that in the last four or five years to try and cover up the embarrassment. (laughs) You know what the embarrassment is? What? 1863, first part of the year. Abraham Lincoln, February, signed the Emancipation Proclamation. Right. January 1st. January. No, he actually signed it in no, September. No, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He issued the Emancipation Proclamation February 1863. All right. Next thing, the 13th Amendment, freeing the slaves, passed out of the House, got sent to the states January 1865. All right. Shoot the emancipation. Okay. Next thing that happens, uh, January 14, 1865, General Sherman signs the order as commanding general of his military district, the Black Reparations Act, well, order, which is 40 acres and a mule to all black families. All right. Next thing that happens, Lee gets his ass whooped and surrenders at Appomattox Courthouse, April 1865. May 1865, Sherman whips Johnson and gets his surrender. No more Confederate army. May 1865, he sends a cavalry detachment of black soldiers, cavalrymen, down to Texas to tell these damn fools that the war is over there free. They won't believe the black folk. <laughs> <laughs> that was in May 1865. Not June 1865, but a whole year and a month later, June 19th, 1866, a Union frigate has docked in Galveston, Texas. And a Union first lieutenant not first lieutenant, a lieutenant, uh, uh, naval rank lieutenant. That's like a lieutenant uh, major in the army or current lieutenant colonel. Asked the stevedores why they are laboring under the lash. And he said, well, we still slaves. He said, fools, you've been free for three years from the Emancipation Proclamation. You've been free two and a half years from the 13th Amendment. You've been free for two years, for a year and two months from Lee getting his ass whooped. You've been uh, free a year and a month from Johnson getting finally his ass whooped and surrendering. And it's been a year and a month since your fellow black soldiers, some black soldiers told you were free. Now you got to have a white boy tell you you free. That is so embarrassing. I wish all Americans... Happy Juneteenth. All right, man. So we back. You got your uncle? No. Uh, uh, what you got the eye horse on? Mm-hmm. No, they say that's the Illuminati. Ooh. That ain't what it is. 
What is it then? Ooh. Oh, we gonna go there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so shout out to everybody. Shout, shout out to Rockstar Energy Drink. <coughs> and shout out to Blue <coughs> Ray. Blue <coughs> Ray. Yes. Get you a bottle of that Blue <sighs> Ray. Y'all get y'all a bottle of that Blue Ray and check out, check out the dopest commercial level. Boom. Since you say Blue Ray, I gotta play it. Now, this right here, even if you're on your church shit, I'm telling you, you can drink this. This is Elu Ray. Now, I'm going to tell y'all something. I don't drink much, but I'm going to show y'all something right here. You just take the top off of it and uh, you pop it. And this right here, this this version is Cran Mango. Cran Mango. Y'all like that? Mm. Ooh, shit. Elu Ray. Get y'all some of that Elu Ray today. I drank that shit straight out of goddamn bottle. Hit up EI Shoot at 365. EI Shoot 365 at gmail.com. Hit up EI Shoot 365 at gmail.com. Drinking this shit out the bottle. Call Elu Ray. Y'all come get y'all some of this. Tune into the show. Watch it sit in the background. But y'all come get y'all some of this shit. Come on. Come on. Email that man. Email right there. Come on. Email him. Hit him up for a bottle of this. So humans, so this shit wild right here. So humans are able to reproduce mm -hmm. on Mars, so they say. Oh, Mars. Yeah, the motherfuckers Hold up, cause sperm can survive up to two hundred years in Mars. Mm -hmm. How do they know that? Cause they busted a nut on Mars, and then two hundred years later, they checked to see if it was still there. Man, check this video out. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm reading an interesting article, and I just thought I'd share. Human reproduction will be possible on Mars because sperm can survive up to 200 years, suggests a study. The findings were part of a six-week experiment in which scientists kept mouse sperm on the International Space Station and exposed it to radiation. Researchers had believed radiation in space would destroy human DNA and make breeding impossible. Cancer caused by the radiation was another concern. But after six years, scientists found that the mouse sperm stored at the space station was actually still healthy. They also exposed it to x-rays on Earth and discovered it did not affect fertility. One of the study's authors, Professor Sayaka Wakayama, I'm not sure how you say it, but it's something like that, uh, Anyway, what he said was many genetically normal offspring were obtained. Uh, these discoveries are essential for mankind to progress into the space age. That's space nuts, isn't it? <laughs> oh, wait, I added that in. That wasn't in the article. Okay. When the time comes to migrate to another planet or other planets... 
we will need to maintain the diversity of genetic resources, not only for humans, but also for pets and domestic animals, he added. Mars exploration has ramped up this year as NASA's, mm, I bet, Perseverance rover and Ingenuity helicopter continue to look for signs of life on the planet. I wonder if it's inside their mental dome, too. Are they finding life there? All right, I'll keep reading. That part wasn't in the article, but you probably figured that. Ingenuity, which is carried inside Perseverance's belly, recently completed its seventh flight on Mars, as reported by the insider's Kate Duffy. Perseverance is due to travel three miles across Mars over the next few months. The rover's trip will help NASA understand the geology of Jezero Crater, the agency said in a statement. So, I don't know about you guys, but something about this article seems definitely out of this world, doesn't it? Hmm, maybe even a little nuts. Let me apologize if you see my eyes going different directions. One here, one there, one looking around, one looking everywhere. It's the seizures. I have seizures sometimes. So, you know, I'm still pretty smart and pretty sane. So, you know, it's all good. But sometimes my eyes, they just kind of be like, ooh, you know, all over the place. Sometimes you need to tell them, mind your business, mind your business. Stay focused, stay focused. <laughs> I'm just saying. White people be white people in man. You ain't say, hey, how many have doing the mouse? Have you seen the, have you ever seen a team of Colombians going to Mars? Uh talking about it? No. It's not even a thought that thought hasn't even crossed their mind. That that somebody just because if somebody mentioned that shit in Colombia, they're gonna ride by on a moped with a eight uh, with a um machine gun and shoot their ass. <laughs> Two mopeds and machine guns everywhere. Black, 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 you dumb son bitch. <laughs> no. That's white people in. That's white people in. It's not like shit. Shout out to all my white people. Uh <laughs> without you motherfuckers, <laughs> man, life would be so boring. Without any race, life would be so boring. But white people, you got to have white people. They exciting. <laughs> when you play white people video, white people got dog videos. They got follies. Like, like, like we don't, man, that's again. Do you got follies? Like, do you got, fo nobody got follies. <laughs> like follies. What the fuck is follies? It was a strip club that was in Atlanta that they fucking yeah, <laughs> yeah. closed down. Actually. Or like, or like, <laughs> or like, you know the shit I be saying, like, <laughs> Slapstick comedy. Yeah, I heard, yo, hold on, like, y'all. Fuck out of here, nigga. At first, I ain't even know what the fuck you meant when you said folly. So <laughs> I figured I lost you, ladies and gentlemen. This young lady DJ that's on this show is twenty three, and I am forty. <laughs> <laughs> this Sean. So what is it then? <coughs> Follies, follies. Tell me at least what it is. <coughs> it's like, uh, it's like playful, jokey, jokey. 
jokey, jokish, like. <laughs> yeah, y'all old, cause like, yeah. who the fuck says? Oh, no, I'm just, I ain't so, just, like, I, I know just, that. I, I know that shit. That Man, it's an old fucking word. It wasn't around when I was coming up. Uh, it it was around because it was something called like uh something follies. Like I forgot what it was, but it was like some type of cartoon or some shit, like Buzz Bunny or some shit. Bro, I gotta see that. Yeah, man. But it's not just a, it's just, it's it's a used term. It's a term that's used over and over and often. It's not like a title of nothing. It's like, this is uh such and such follies, you know, like. Shout out to everybody in Atlanta, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh Soldier Boy talking about, I'm from Zone One Simpson Road. Well, I was on. Oh, some- that must. Oh, hell no. Nah, that must. He was not playing with Charlemagne. He wasn't playing with. He him. was not playing with Charlemagne. He was giving Charlemagne the smoke. I was getting my weed off Simpson Road, man. I be on Simpson Road sometime, man. Shout out to all them niggas over there. <laughs> we in Orlando, anyway, man. I'm fresh out of education, man. It was good to go see my kids, man. I understand how much they need their father and how it was. Uh, so when we going to DJ, man? Shit. I mean, we got an event on the 25th. Okay. What that's all about? Oh, that's for pride, y'all. Shout out to all my lesbians, all my bisexuals, my trans, my... Everybody. Shout out to all you motherfuckers, man. I don't know what y'all is. I know, uh, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna get, you know, like, as long as you getting, hey, you, you got love in your heart, you getting your nut, do what you do, man. Don't, but don't step on my shoes, like Booster say. Do what you do, but watch my shoes. All right. So I, I mentioned symbolism early, earlier. Um, uh, like this shit right here, the unk. I, I can't say this shit right here, but the unk. I can't say this shit right here. It's a symbol. It's, it's a symbol. It's the unk. It's the unk. It's the symbol. The symbol of life. I can say this shit. I know, but don't do that. All right, but uh, everybody want to know. They always ask me. They they stop this. Like, oh, I thought that was a cross. What is that? And I'm just like an unk. I thought everybody knew what the fuck it was. So like, I got uh, a person that can probably uh, say what the unk is a little better than me because you know sometimes like motherfucker don't want to hear me say it. So I'm gonna let Erica Badu say it. Uh, yeah, Erica Badu. Yeah, she on the Monique show. Check her out. Cause I like it. Well, it's it's, it's a, a loaded term. Where it's unk to me is funk without the f. And also it's this um it's word. It's a word uh, that you can find on the walls of the ancient hieroglyphics in Kemet. Kemet is the original name for Egypt. Kemet means land of black faces. Um, this uh, word means life. This round portion represents the womb of the woman. These two portions represent the fallopian tubes or the children. And this is the male principle or the birth canal. And altogether, that's eternal life. It's life. It's ever flowing. And um, it means also um, uh, 
evolution. I absolutely mm-hmm. dig it. See, I'll be listening to it so much, I forget that I'm supposed to be saying something again. Because I get so caught up in it, I'll be like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> again. Yeah. So, the beautiful words of Erica Badu explaining what the unk is. And I wish a lot more people would wear it. I really do. So, do you think veganism is good for you or bad for you? Or what is it? Because I, I, I'm, I'm going to give you a bombshell. I wouldn't say it's good for you at all, actually, because a lot of those products has a lot of chemicals that they use. Mm. They don't actually use natural things. And um, But you can say the same about a lot of shit, though. So, it's like, I mean... <sighs> What's the point of doing it? Like it, it's still causing harm to you, you know. Like you yeah. could just eat a bag of chips, you know. It, they they have the same type of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's that's kind of how I look at it, man. I was I was I was there for a second. I got a uh, I held something a secret for a while, man, and I I still probably shouldn't say nothing. I ain't gonna say it on this goddamn show right now. But <laughs> some some health shit happened to me, man some months back and i said whoa is it because of my diet change and it had to be because since i changed my diet since i i did that show i'm not no longer a vegan or some shit like that and i just started eating meat and shit i've been feeling better like i'm not even there but i was there man um some months ago and i ain't, ain't told nobody 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 on this whole planet know but me and me and me and me you know, and some fucking shit happening. Uh, I just want people to understand that you, depending on what you're doing, your lifestyle, especially your lifestyle. See, like you can't be like a, a like if you're a vegan and you're trying to live healthy, like you got to quit everything else that you do that's unhealthy. Also, like that. I mean, everything, like any type of habit, you smoke cigarettes or anything, don't do it because that that will trigger it faster but you must consider these things check this video out um real real certified shit mm. listen up my vegan friends because there's a new study in town that's got a lot of people talking check it out can a vegetarian or vegan diet increase the risk of a stroke that's what a lot of people are asking after recent headlines began to swirl following a new study At Oxford University, a study found that vegans and vegetarians aged 18 to 45 had a 20% higher risk of stroke than meat eaters. The study alternately found that vegetarians and vegans had lower circulating cholesterol and a lower risk of heart disease. But given this new piece of information, should vegans and vegetarians continue loading up their plates with just fruits and veggies or join the herd and become meat eaters? Joining us via Skype to help make sense of all of this is renowned cardiologist and vegan, Dr. Joel Kahn. Dr. Kahn, welcome back to the show. Welcome, Dr. Kahn. How are you? Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. So just talk to us a little bit about this study. And, and look, what I love about what you do is you talk about food as medicine. But, but tell us how we should read into this study. Sure. The best you can do in nutrition science is see relationships. 50,000 people 
there were 1,800 vegans. There actually were only eight strokes that were alerted to the public in these headlines. There actually was a major reduction in heart attack in only eight strokes that are called uh, hemorrhagic strokes. It wasn't what we call statistically significant. There shouldn't be headlines for non-statistically significant findings because they're likely due to chance, not due to a relationship between the diet. With all that said, just to conclude, four months earlier, a study four times larger said vegan and vegetarian diets reduce stroke rate. So when you put it all together, there really isn't any alarm. We should keep an eye on the topic, but we should take absolute confidence that there's a statistically significant drop in heart attack risk by putting plants on your plate instead of uh, animal product as often as you can. What I tell people is, look, if you're going to enjoy meat, do it the way that centenarians or in communities like the Blue Zones eat it. It's a treat. It's something they enjoy. It's not their go-to every meal. When you look at a study like this, does it at least lend some credence to, hey, these people who are eating these meat-based products as treats probably just fine when it comes to their health? I would agree with you. Some people call it a condom meat, the little thing on the side next to the big plate of fruits, vegetables, oh, like and legumes. Like yeah, and it's a nice little term, and it does match these pockets of longevity. Studies from Harvard show shifting 3 to 5% of your calories from animal to plant is actually identifiable as a benefit for your heart. So you want to jump into the pool, jump in. You want to put a toe in. Uh, it's a good health uh, progress anyways. Yeah, so uh yeah, so so people don't know that being healthy, being healthy is overrated like trying to be healthy, you got to have your whole life healthy like uh you got to love yourself and number one, that's that's the biggest part of health, loving yourself and being happy, staying upbeat and uh and that'll keep you focused, like that'll keep you like going the momentum. Like even like, we all drain energy from somewhere like you know whether it's but when you by yourself you got to have enough energy to like sustain by yourself you know so you got to be full of that and like a lot of times when you you know a lot of people are like i'm fasting i'm doing this make sure you're not doing nothing else like you ain't smoking 10 blunts a day uh you know what i'm saying and you know shit like that like just just make sure your whole life is on up and up because these people are going man um what you know about uh chinese face reading well, <laughs> you can tell you could just tell how a person is by their facial expressions well yeah see so yeah sort of to an extent all right i feel you i feel you i i totally it's agree like you can really tell somebody's motives let me see. Well, I totally agree with you on that because uh, uh, David Snyder, he's a, uh, and y'all can check out David Snyder if y'all want. David Snyder, he, what he does is uh, teach classes and lectures on it. And he got them for free on YouTube. He's in like his Vegas seminar. But like what I did was start like sending them donations and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of like, man, you gave me so much good free game, dude. So now, uh, and and through that, it took me a couple of months to get it down packed because that shit's pretty. Is 
when you first start on it, you're like, oh, I got this. But then you don't got it because then you get into faith. You, like you run into like real life people. You know what I'm saying? Like just say you go in the mall or something and you got like eight, nine people you talk to. So you got to like get it, get it, get it in your system. And once you get it in your system, boom, you know. But uh, anyway, Chinese face reading. Oh, it's it's not just Chinese face reading. I think every everybody got it. But I got a video for this shit. And uh, I think it's going to be entertaining for like everybody because we these days we have to have this. This is the last line of defense. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's our interaction because we got a lot of people that's socially awkward. Like they just mad socially awkward. And it's not that it's it's like with me. It depends on what level of. Uh, everybody got a point to where they can be socially awkward. Depending right. on whatever level you you're you're speaking at or engagement, you know what, well, whoever. So I don't know, but I think the internet is the the problem. Social media shit like that is reason why people don't know what to say, That's how because to. Because people are so stuck to their phones, they don't interact with other people. Yeah, yeah, right. They, they don't, don't know how to interact with other people through these platforms. Right. That's all. That's that's it, and they tend to ask. I had motherfuckers ask me. That's why I ended up blocked because I was just like fucking trolling, getting online, saying all kinds of shit. Got motherfuckers yeah. asking me everything from goddamn where you at, what you doing, pull up, uh, what kind of camera you man, leave me alone. Anyway, yeah, and 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 for that reason, that's why I learned face reading. And when you learn this face reading, it it helps you learn people more you understand like human activity like what i what i'm gonna have me a couple lectures on that shit on human activity like we overrating this shit that we doing right. it's, it's it's like so like how we figure these computers out it's just like real life code and this is like real life code i want y'all to check this video out the majority of us are familiar with palm reading as a method of determining fate and fortune what about your face Face reading, also known as physiognomy, is a science that uses facial traits to foretell people's fate. As the phrase goes, people's faces can judge their mentality and thought. Face reading can reveal a lot about someone we meet for the first time, such as their fate, character, future, and fortune. It is extremely important because it is applicable to a variety of situations, including blind dates, job interviews, establishing friends, and business negotiations, and can help you avoid making some poor mistakes. Physiognomy, on the other hand, is a complex and difficult skill to learn. Following are some basic face reading knowledge and strategies to get you started, and if you understand the knowledge, you may learn about a person's general traits. 1. Forehead. The forehead signifies one's luck when they are young, between the ages of 15 and 30, as well as one's father, mother, husband, luck, professional prospects, thinking, analytic abilities, and so on. A good forehead has broad, mellow lines, no unpleasant moles or scars, no concave or drooping hairline, is neither narrow nor too projecting, and is not dark or gloomy. 2. Eyebrows. Eyebrows are a well-known organ of lifespan associated with health and longevity, as well as fame, rank, and good fortune among brothers and friends. The loose brows represent a strained relationship with friends and brothers, as well as making friends with villains, the retrorse-haired brows imply a harsh temper and criminal behavior. 3. Eyes. The eyes are said to be a monitoring organ associated with riches and status. 
The best eyes are those that are bright and penetrating, with a clear separation between black and white. 4. Nose. The nose is thought to be an organ of wealth discernment. The upturning apex of the nose denotes trouble in generating a fortune, whereas the garlic bulb-shaped apex denotes success in conserving wealth, since the two sides of the apex represent the treasury, the smaller signals failure in saving riches. The peak has the greatest influence on your wealth luck between the ages of 41 and 50. The deep pocket isn't suggested by the mole apex or the wry, pointed, or narrow nose. Furthermore, the nose is linked to health, and the collapse of the bridge indicates bad health. 5. Mouth. The mouth is seen as an organ of entrance that is linked to skill. The best mouth has no drooping but is upright in slightly cocked up corners. 6. Ears. Hearing organs are referred to as ears. Ears can tell you if you're lucky or not. The helix is on the outside, while the auricular is on the inside. The best have entire, well-defined, large and thick ears that adhere to the back of the head, are higher than the eyebrows at their tallest point, and have larger earlobes. 7. Cheeks. In Chinese face reading, between the ages of 46 and 47, the cheeks usually represent a person's fate. The best cheeks are those that are plump, rounded, and not elevated. 8. Chin slash jaw. The chin and jaw, according to Chinese face reading, reveal one's fortunate trend in later years, between the ages of 61 and 75, as well as luck with children and subordinates. The broad, round, and plump chin is widely regarded as a mark of prosperity. The worst chin is a short, highly protruding, pointed, or fat chin with a scar, wrinkle, or nasty mole. 9. Philtrum. Between the nose and the upper lip, everyone has a vertical, narrow, and lengthy groove called the philtrum, lip crease or person center. It depicts one's fortune between the ages of 51 and 55. The clear philtrum is considered auspicious, whereas the narrow, shallow, and dull philtrum with a mole or scar is considered unlucky. What else you got in the news? You got anything in the news? Well, there was one dead after a pickup truck drives into a crowd attending Wilton Manor. Man, it's L-G-B-T-Q pride. So, well, somebody motherfucking decided to hit people with a truck during a um, pride parade. And they yeah. ended up killing somebody. That's fucked up. Damn. Oh shit, that's fucking horrible. Cause I, cause I see it. I see it right here. I know which one you're talking about. It's like in the Sun Centennial. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Hey, do you have the uh, hardline judge when Iran's presidency amid widespread voter apathy? <laughs> no, but I do know something else about them. They um actually want to take back the Pfizer um vaccine agreement. They want to take back the Pfizer vaccine. Yes. Fuck that, man. They're sticking people in shit, man. They got all kinds of shit. You know, 90, 98% of Atlanta is COVID free, right? So yep. like, so like we back, we back, everything's straight. We ain't got no COVID in this bitch. We the Atlanteans. We rose to the occasion. <laughs> <laughs> all right so well i got um, free speech i just said all this i got one video that's gonna fucking uh make everybody laugh yo yeah yeah do y'all remember this shit right here no, yo check it yeah it seems like he was just the kind of athlete the kind of star that was perfectly cast on the los angeles Lakers, los angeles lakers community 
Los Angeles what? Leak passed on the Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers community. Did she not say it? Like the kind of star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers community. If I could ask you to she stick did with say us, it, we're huh? gonna go. <laughs> yeah, they don't fucking play, man. So, like, we got uh, all kinds of shit. I wanted to talk about, uh, it's this place, uh, it's, it's like a drug rehab uh, treatment center. It's called The Bridge. Mm. I'm not calling them out either. That's that's another thing. Shout out to those people because they help people and stuff like that. They they a real great place. They help a lot of people get uh get off of drugs so they can't get me off this week look at my eyes man my eyes are fucking ridiculous um so so check it check it this place called the bridge actually got well, let me see because i got this shit right here the bridge is a drug rehab uh treatment center mm. and this is what the fuck tripped me out Okay, it says in like they give you a manual about all of the stuff, like sort of an agreement. You oh. know how like on online you have like the the agreement and you gotta click yes or yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. So they give they give us this, and I look down. I'm looking at the shit, looking at the shit, looking at the shit because I know somebody who had to go in, and I'm looking at it before they go in because I care about them. And it said this M. I got all the way down to M. And it said, mm -hmm. organ and tissue procurement. I'm like, what? Organ and tissue procurement? What, what, what is that? And then it said, uh, we may disclose protected health information to organizations that facilitate organ, eye, or tissue procurement, banking, or transplantation. Damn. So <laughs> I want anybody who got a loved one that's in any type of rehab center, rehabilitation, any any place like that. Uh, it don't matter who's funding it. Y'all check out stuff like that because y'all would have something like that. And it's like, okay, uh, if we have your, if we have your loved one, just say shit, something happened to them. We just take their fucking organs and shit. Hell no. Basically, they just, I'll just take your fucking organ. Yeah, I'll just take your organs, uh, and that's for our research, and it's okay. That's what you're signing off to, too. Right. Y'all got to really look at this shit. That that's shit. That shit is crazy. Yeah, it's yeah, it's his. <laughs> we may disclose protected health information to organizations. Protected health information uh, to organizations that facilitate organ, eye, or tissue. Tissue procurement, banking, or transplantation. So that's like, you know, like the little banks, like blood banks and fucking just holding that shit. So if y'all got loved ones that handicap anything like that or drunk and rehab or whatever like that, and they come up missing, shit, boy, it could have been the whole planet. I don't know. I'm not trying to put any heat on them. I'm just saying that's a real shady ass agreement. That That's is. a real shady ass agreement. That's really shady. Man. 
right. <clears throat> on, on, on. So, what we uh, what we got going on now, man? We got uh, shit. I'm kicked off a uh, I'm, I'm kicked off of Facebook on the page that I really like. Now, I mean, you know how you have a lot of different accounts, and then it's like one account that you really like. I got kicked off of it. Then I got some other weirdo, and this weirdo probably watching this show today. That's that's the saddest fucking shit in the world. This weirdo's probably watching this show today, and he, uh, he him and his girlfriend broke up, apparently, right? Mm. I made a post about something, like, not even thinking, and mm. then all of a sudden, he started, he came up, and he put about 10 comments on my page. That's like, uh, okay. So I, so I didn't think nothing of it. Just kept going on about my life. And then mm. he, he commented on something else. And then she commented and said how crazy he is to me in my DM. And then I was like, what? And I was like, yeah, this nigga crazy as fuck. So I put it on the page. I was like, yo, I shared his shit with the police, man. Like, cause he crazy, crazy like that. Like, it's like, Nigga, you like, like, really, bro? Right. Get the fuck on. And I don't even know him or his girl. I have no idea who the fuck these people are. I I didn't even friend them. I'm quite sure I don't know who they are, what they do. Mm. I'm not friending them. I don't know anything. No internet interactions. It's nothing. So, like, whatever it is. I block as much as I could on every page I could. And then all of a sudden I ended up getting blocked all over the place. So I started blocking all kinds of artists and shit. Uh, like people I don't really fuck with people like just, just, I went crazy on the internet. So I should have got blocked. I should, I, I'm going to be on Instagram, LinkedIn, you know, Pinterest. Uh, I might even be on, I might be on Twitter. I'm not really banking on it, but wherever I'm at, you know, uh, you'll find out by going to djmetalmonkey.info. Like, it's no fucking question. Just go to djmetalmonkey.info if you fuck with me, and that's where it's at. But um, that's what it is, man. I blocked. I blocked. Uh, uh, remember that? Uh, I blocked. Uh, yeah. I can't. I can't say who. <laughs> I, was, I was. I was just about to spill the fuck. I just about to say that shit. Yeah. And I'm not even a blocking type guy, but like now that I start like really thinking about like what's really important in my life, like if I'm on social media, I'm pretty much joking and having fun. And when I see these beta ass niggas on this bitch, I don't, I don't want to, you know, I, I, I don't even want to interact with them. So. It was supposed to be a private act, but for Lee Nickel, it's been the most public of ordeals. A video she filmed of herself having sex, then stolen after an iCloud hack, and without her permission, leaked online. I couldn't look at myself in the mirror for a long, long time, and still, even at this point, I'll look at myself and I'll feel dirty, I'll feel sick, because that's no longer private to me. That's, that no longer in my head just belongs to me because a large part of the population has seen something that they shouldn't have seen. Now she's taking legal action against MindGeek, owner of Pornhub, the world's most popular porn site. When I seen that I was trending in the top three 
on that, that particular site, I think that's when the anger completely set in because my question was why and how is this allowed? Like, this, this isn't legal. Like, I haven't put this out there. I met Lee in South London where she's a footballer for Crystal Palace. But now her battle is being waged here in America. Lee is one of 34 women taking civil action against MindGeek in a case filed here in the US today. Some were raped as children, others were trafficked. All claim explicit content of them was posted on online porn sites without their permission and without any verification checks. Their representative is former Trump lawyer Michael Bowe. Is this a moment of reckoning for the online porn industry? You get away with it until you don't. And there's lots of factors in that, right? But you're worried the reckoning, right? At some point, the world's eyes turn on you and you don't have an answer. It's the online porn industry's Me Too moment, do you think? I, you know, I think it's much more than the Me Too movement. I think it's more serious than Me Too. I mean, you have, you have a handful of men who are making a lot of money um, exploiting God knows how many hundreds of thousands of women. I arrange a video call with one of them. Stephanie, not her real name, is from the Midwest, but claims she was trafficked around the US and coerced into sex. The videos were then posted on MindGeek websites. If I didn't make enough money, he would rape me and beat me and put me down. I didn't ask to put those videos up there. There were times I was suicidal. In a statement, Pornhub said, we're currently reviewing and investigating the complaint filed today. Pornhub has zero tolerance for illegal content and investigates any complaint or allegation made about content on our platforms. But if successful, the women making the claim could be awarded hundreds of millions of dollars in damages. It's illuminating aspects of an industry which some say has been operating in the dark for far too long. Martha Kellner, Sky News, New York. It, it, it just it just makes it makes the shit not even fun right like you know what i mean because they they taking it out of context or whatever it is like nigga please so yeah so that's where i'm at nigga please it's juneteenth nigga please that's what it is shit uh oh fuck but y'all but better watch our data and shit man because these people get them, and by and in about five years, everybody should be hacked. Everybody will be hacked by in about five years. Everybody will be hacked. We probably have to take on new identities, right? You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take the mark of the beast for you niggas. Do I'm be the first one on it. Y'all niggas be like, damn, I ain't want that COVID shit. I told y'all I ain't want no vaccines. I want the real deal. I want the real deal. I want that mark, motherfucker. Give it to me. Let me go ahead and get eternal life so you niggas can be scared of me. Like, he the devil, bitch. I'm living. Y'all niggas about to die, ho. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm, nah that, I'm joking because, you know, I don't want nobody who, who like, I don't know, goofy-ass shit trying to take that shit for real at all. And I don't give a fuck, but I do give a fuck, like, for they psyche. Right. You know what I'm saying for that to help them out, cause like for me, I'm just like that shit. That shit funny as hell. Mark of a goddamn beast, man. Y'all niggas talking stupid as shit.
Like y'all can say anything. <laughs> I mean, for real, like people don't understand this. I don't give a fuck what happens in life. You're not going to make it out of life alive. Right. <laughs> like no human baby. Like people trying to avoid death as much as possible, but you're going to die though. You still going to die. And the Illuminati, man, they killing black people, man. They killing black people, bruh. You're not going to make it out of life alive. They're not supposed to be killing black people, but get your black ass out the way or go do something about it. Go kill the one who killed the black people. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) you're going to die too, bro. (laughs) After that, you know what I'm saying? After that, after you do all of that shit, you're going to get old and die. (laughs) You know? And that's the two guaranteed things. We're going to get old and we're going to die. Even if you're a day old, when you're two right. years old, you I mean, you're older in that second day. You're older in that third day. You're older in that fourth day. So, like, we just constantly age and we progress. So, life is progressing. And um, I think we all just need to enjoy that shit, man. Right. Like, real shit. Just enjoy that shit and uh, love. This is episode 200. I'm happy as a motherfucker, man. I got a lot of shit that's... Uh, I got a lot of, um, I was about to say B-roll. I got a lot of, uh, uh, like, you know, like, on behind the scenes shits. Uh, right. Other shows and stuff like that. And that's going to be only on my website. Yep. It'll be only, the only way you can get it is on my website. So y'all visit info, and y'all get everything that I got straight from the website. I'm going to have my beat CD. I'm... <laughs> beat cd i'm an old motherfucker now i'm gonna have my instrumental album on the website linked up it's probably gonna be on it's probably gonna be available on youtube i'm quite sure at some point you know but uh that's gonna be on there cocaine mummies uh i'm putting out my cocaine mummy series uh that's gonna be out uh it's only gonna be part two the only way you're gonna get part one is to go on that piff you know, or that's it. That piff. It's probably somewhere else. If it's the real thing, I don't. I don't know. But I know I'm gonna have Cocaine Mummies two out, uh, and the instrumental album. And I got another mixtape I'm working on. Shit, right now. What you got going on? Well, I got some new interviews coming up. Y'all will be seeing some new people on my show this week. You guys will be seeing me DJ soon. I got little clips for y'all available already online. Um, mm. I will be having, I will be posting everywhere, including my website. I'm not just going to be posting on YouTube. Odyssey, oh, you already know, guys. Yeah. That's the shit. That's the shit. For sure. Well, I need to get me some DJ and shit up because niggas always be like on some, on some bullshit. But that's some fan shit, I guess. I don't know. But I need to get back into music. Uh, <laughs> just It's just after COVID, man, you have to start. I mean, after 2020, you just had to start it, you know, start right. everything over. So, yeah, I'm going to get on my music shit, man. I'll probably get me a couple sets in. I'm a, I'm, damn, I'm damn sure about to do this uh, this coming up week, though. Um, right. DJ this week uh, for Pride. And... Um, I'm not gonna do it for Juneteenth. I'm not. I'm just not a Juneteenth type person. 
I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I understand what happened Juneteenth, you know, the free yeah. space. And hey, and hey, everybody have a good time, you know, but I'm just not, I'm just not with another holiday. Uh, and if you can't teach about slavery or whatever in schools, I mean, that Juneteenth in schools, then need to even have it like matter of fact right. don't don't give me shit you know what i'm saying that, that's just where i'm at in life i don't want that i'm not a monkey i'm not gonna dance i'm the metal monkey that's that's <laughs> you know that's my astrology sign not like a fucking dancing goddamn monkey motherfucker i'm not doing that so i ain't going that uh it just pissed me off juneteenth i feel like judge O'Brien. um so i ain't fucking with it i want some reparations i want some weed Free weed, Joe Biden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. visit djmetalmonkey.info. Um, check out uh, uh, the I forgot that man. Check out my cousin Eric Washington. Yeah, well, it's a bunch of us motherfuckers. Bama boy Buck about to come on the show. That's another. That's another family guy. Um, who else? Uh, Guala the Great. He's gonna be on. He's my next guest on the show. Raya X is actually not a fucking guest on the show, y'all. She just be on this bitch. Because, <laughs> yeah, she just be on this bitch, man. Like, she ain't a guest. She's a host on the show, too. You know what I'm saying? So that's how it is. Yo. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So I'll see y'all later. Uh, this is episode 200, and I'm gonna leave you motherfuckers with a motherfucking music video. Check this one out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Parlay in the house, you know what he doing. So much on my mind, you can see all of the pain in my eyes. Mothers are crying and people are dying. Now they gon' set the whole city on fire. They wanna kill me cause they see I'm black. What happened to freedom? What happened to that? What happened to all of the stars on the flag? Walk through the hood and see where we at. See how we live and how we grow up. Nobody cares, they don't give a fuck. What about all of the people that stuck without a job? They shit out of luck. What happened to love? What happened to peace? Now everyone screaming, fuck the police. How come they killing us all in the streets? Whatever happened to home of the free? We want all the smoke. I don't sleep, I'm woke. You can't dream without hope. Ain't no peace no more. We want all the smoke. I don't sleep, I'm woke. You can't dream without hope. Ain't no peace no more. I'ma start a riot. 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 I'm on fire like a Molotov. Don't forget what life is all about. If a hater try to run their mouth, walk up on them there and knock them out. It's your life, homie, you live it. I talk to God, don't need no opinion. All of these races are sitting in the Senate. I'm never stopping because I'm too committed. Black in America feel like I'm cursed. I cannot get rid of all of the hurt. I look at the sky and I pray for the earth. Hop in the booth and then I go berserk. Look at the world and what it became. How can we learn to get rid of the pain? I want the money, I don't want the fame. Look like the world ain't never gonna change. I'm willing to die for the shit that I love. I am a diamond inside of the rough. Trying to survive in America tough look at the ghetto and how we grow up we want all the smoke i don't sleep on woke you can't dream without hope ain't no peace no more we want all the smoke 
I don't sleep, I'm woke. You can't dream without hope. Ain't no peace no more. I'ma start a riot, I'ma start a riot. 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 Yes. Yo, 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 yo. I, I never even. So check this shit out. Do you know what 8i is? 8i is. Yeah, 8. The number 8 and the letter I. Yo. Mm. Yo, this shit dope. And mm. so this is where we're going. We're we going into a future right now that we got. Um, that We're going to have hologram. Like. It's I've seen it. I've seen it like 10, 20 years ago. Where right. I, where where they they kind of leaked the hologram person talking in Hawaii. Right, right, right. right, right. Person, you know, so now they they got it out, like out, out right now, like mm -hmm. available to buy. So 8i, I want everybody to check it out. This video is a little old, but if you get your just go shit, search that shit and 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 y'all will love this shit. Check this out and I'm gonna ride out with this video. Hi, I'm Steve Raymond, CEO of 8i. Well, the volumetric video version of myself, also known as a hologram. 8i's technology enables the creation, distribution, and playback of volumetric video. Easy to integrate into any augmented reality app or virtual experience. Volumetric video can be used in a variety of ways, whether it's having a live conversation with a loved one who's thousands of miles away. Hey dad, hope you're having a good time in Portugal. Or learning new skills from professionals who appear to be right there with you. For now, you need to come to one of our capture spaces to create a hologram, but very soon you'll be able to create them everywhere. It's exciting to see the creativity and range of human experiences being developed every day. It gives us a glimpse of how humans will spend their time in the future impacting every aspect of our daily lives. And we're just at the very beginning of this immersive era. Think of the possibilities. I'm Buzz Aldrin. I was honored to be a member of the first crew set foot on the moon. Now we're gonna do a dumbbell snatch. So for this one, we're chest up and you're gonna pull, pull, pull like we did in that sumo deadlift pipe pull. But no matter where technology takes us or how sophisticated it gets, it's the emotional connection we feel with real humans that will ultimately and fundamentally change media.